This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings and hours in a day, you are calm and collected when, when your Griffith plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online, anytime, on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. That's ab.bluecross.ca. Enjoy the show. Time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. the turf district where we huddle up to talk all things edmonton elks and the cfl and we're a proud member of the alberta podcast network locally grown community supported and also a part of the canadian football podcast network welcome in tonight and thank you for joining us uh, on youtube live uh, and or if you've downloaded the episode thank you for downloading and make sure that you hit that share button afterwards so that uh, more people can join in because this is going to be a fun episode and we've got a great guest to talk to uh, also uh, if you have any questions for us or our guest make sure you put them in the chat right below that would be great. Uh, here, as always, from the far west side, one super fan, Mike. Far west. There, far west. Is that west side? I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I can't. Like I can't and, get away with that. Like and subscribe, make an appearance. That's, that's right. Good. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the picture that you now have to put out. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely. That was, that was outstanding. Gotta keep them coming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll keep trying. Uh, hey, thank you uh, for manning the fort at Tailgate. It looked like it yeah. was an amazing one. Yeah, it was great. A lot of people showing up. We had uh, uh, quite a few of the other shade of green there. That's a uh, bit but it was always great. But they're get, nice people. You know, yeah. ah, they're good people for yeah. sure. And they travel well. Again, pretty sure Saskatchewan just means let's pack up and move. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, they do tend to be everywhere you go. Can't escape them. But uh, no, it was great to get to see some of the people, met some uh, of our Twitter followers from Saskatchewan. Um, and yeah, it was just a great conversation and some good food. And, and we got to watch some football. I mean, you really can't beat much of that. That's right. Yeah, that's that's how it all comes down to. So now, speaking of said football game, one of the players yes. in that game has joined us yes. for this show tonight. Uh, tonight, we are joined by a first time guest and second year linebacker back on the roster and making running backs pay for it. Number 45, Niles Morgan. Thank you for joining us, man. Yeah, no problem. It's a uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, th- this this is awesome. We've we've wanted to have you on for a while. So uh, I mean, we wanted to have you on in your rookie season. <laughs> now we're yeah, I, know, yeah, I know it's crazy COVID times. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But uh, t- it's been a couple of years now. So tell us, um, you know, uh, I mean, outside of some of the game stuff, uh, how do you like Edmonton? Um, so this year and last year is, is has been just night and day because, uh, like I said, COVID mm-hmm. and. Uh, the- it is very alive. Like there are a lot of events and things going on. Like I'm watching Monster Jam outside of my window. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> just the festivals and like the food and things like that. You know, like it really does have a lot of a lot of things going on. I like it. Did, have you found like a favorite food haunt already? Um, it's a spot up the street from my house called uh, Panini's uh, Pizza. Like the oh, pizza yes. is fire. fire. <laughs> it is phenomenal. Yeah, I was, it, Awesome. This? One of your teammates from last year, uh, Diego Viamontes, uh, okay, yeah, turned yeah, his yeah, yeah. Paninis because he oh, lived yeah, right by perfect. Paninis as well. So. Oh, yeah, 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 that's perfect. No, like that's flat, and then uh, what else I like? 
Uh, we go to uh, sometimes. Oh, then uh, Tres Carneles on 104th. Like yes. that's another good spot. Like yes, I like it. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so. When we get a, a player on, we love to sort of find out their football journey. So uh, when did you start playing football and who introduced you to the game? I uh, started playing in the sixth grade. and uh, But I've always wanted to play football. Like I, like I, I can remember me being like seven or six, like staring at the TV screen, NFL's on. I don't even know what's going on, really. I'm just like, what is this sport? Like, what, what, is, what is this? And... Uh, so sixth grade, and then I I would really say my dad. My dad played linebacker too. Like he was a tough guy, lifted weights, like the whole everything. It was great, you know, great uh, role model as well, you know. And uh, yeah, I always wear a five in my jersey because he wore fives in his jerseys, like in all his jerseys that I saw. So kind of try to keep that thing going. Maybe maybe for my son, you know, things like that. Oh, that that is awesome. That's fantastic, yeah. Is there a reason you were drawn to 45 or just because it has the five in it? So actually, uh, well, yeah, just because he has the five in it. So originally last year, they had me at 51. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like 51. I was kind of doing my thing in 51 in training camp. I was like, <laughs> mm, I keep it. And then they were like, like the day be- like before we started the week one, they were like, you got to change your number because we're going to possibly put you on offense. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, I was hot. Oh, I was mad. But, but then, uh, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, what can I get? They told me, and then, uh, so as long as it had a five, I just picked forty five. It had to be lower than fifty. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to seventy eight. So, so that's not happening. <laughs> so it worked out. <laughs> you know, yeah, actually, uh, I wore forty five to my freshman year of uh, high school too. So it's still familiar. I was like, okay. I can do it. Uh, that's good that's good now you you uh you played with the fighting irish for college um giant you know giant college um and and then you come up to canada (laughs) and uh did did you know anything about the cfl or about the game up here um not not really so uh i went to the i was on the bears titans i went to this league called the aaf i Mm -hmm. played for the hot shots there and then uh, I was in the XFL with the uh, Seattle Dragons before COVID happened and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I found myself somehow in the uh, spring league way down in Houston. And I was waiting on just a call from the NFL. And then uh, one of the uh, previous GMs, he was scouting in Houston. You know, he took me to dinner and everything. He was just like, listen, like, I know you probably don't know about all, all, about Edmonton, but, you know, it's, it's some good football up there. It's CFL and just the whole, like, nine yards and, I was like, all right, well, here we go. And it was my first time up here last year. It was it's different. You know, like the, the waggle's different. Like, it's like the thinking's more like really a lot of air raid. Like, I think offense has the complete advantage up here. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's cool, though. It's, it's cool. It's still football. So, still love it. Sure. So, of all the different changes in rules, what do you think is the biggest adjustment you need to make? Uh, the biggest adjustment. Um, I would say the pass interference is still blowing my mind. Pi <laughs> and uh, the halo rule. I was all I'm like, it took me a minute to get like that, and then like two kick out. I'm just like a little, I was a little fuzzy on those. I was like, I'm not really sure what to do. <laughs> like, figure this out. Like, but the pi it is crazy. Like you touch yeah. the receiver, it's pi. Whether like so in America, the rule is that um, if the ball is thrown and you're putting hands on the receiver, then yeah, like they're gonna call, especially to that target receiver. Mm-hmm. But it'll be like somebody got somebody ran into somebody on the on the back end, the ball's not thrown, the flag's already out, and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, wow. <laughs> I think one time I ran into a receiver and they threw PI on me. I'm just like I ran into him. Like, I was looking at the quarterback he, and his route was right where I was intersecting. He just ran into each other. He just threw a flag. I'm just like, oh my God. Some of us have been watching the game for decades, and we still don't understand PI sometimes. So yeah, I get it. You're not uh, alone. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. Thank God. We feel alone up here. I'm like Jesus. It's crazy. But um, yeah, it's that, and then uh, the halo rule as well. Like you have to get five yards, and 
you just run down there. And, and so you catch it, it's on you, like, you know. And I had to, I had to like, kind of break through that, like, during training camp last year, things like that. And then two kick out is like, that's crazy. Like, where you <laughs> kick it out, and then you kick it back in, and you kick it back out, and, and then people are chasing each other as, like, it's going on. Like, that is phenomenal, honestly. Yeah. Like, I saw a clip, and they kicked it, they, they, they missed the field goal, and they kicked it back out kicked it back in and like the rush is coming from both sides and then they kicked it back in but he couldn't get it out and then they lost the game. I was like, oh my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> it was cool though. It's cool though. Like it's cool having like, you know, these these small adjustments and things like that. So I don't know. I like it though. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope so because we, we like you being here. Um but now okay so so last year obviously um, lots of hype, um, not the greatest during the season, all those types of things. But h- how did it feel to you when you're like walking into that locker room and onto that field? Because that's the first time that you had that experience and, and we know what it's like for us as fans. What was it like for you as a player? I liked it. Like it reminded me of like a real like field and a real stadium. And, uh, I think I was spoiled at like Notre Dame and then some other places I play in, uh, in America for sure. But yeah. I definitely think this is like a top tier stadium, like for sure. And like I just see the culture just written all across the walls, like it's all over the walls. Like, like most of your guys' room look like rooms inside of the uh, uh, Commonwealth Stadium. Honestly, <laughs> I just I like that too. I like how like everything was like uh, uh, it's on the. You guys might not know, but the wall where you, I guess where I come, where, well, where I come in to work and everything, it's a a giant wall of like stairs. It has like City of Champions and mm-hmm. Edmonton Elks and Oilers and, and just like graffiti on the wall. I'm like, this is amazing. This is inside the building. So I definitely like the culture in Edmonton for football for sure. Like, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, it's a city of a lot of history for sure. Um, so you're one of the few people that was in the 2021 team, still in the 2022 team, especially on the defense. Um, you've got a new coach in Chris Jones, so you switched from an offensive coach to a defensive coach. Uh, what's it been like working in Jones' system? Um, I like Jones' system a lot. Uh, he really reminds me of a lot of my previous coaches and his mindset and, and way abouts and I think that works great for, you know, uh, my style of play and what I want to do and what I'd like to do as well. And uh, I like him also being a defensive coach, too. I think that's that's cool. That's my first time having, I think, a coach who was the D.C. and the head coach as well. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I like that, though. It's a, it's, it's a different vibe. You know, I'm used to not really seeing my head coach as much. And I'm out here taking notes from the man on the board. I'm like, okay, what did he say? I'm like, he said this. Okay. <laughs> So it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, a, a good, I think a good switch up for sure. Well, and and good for you because you know you're 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 going to take over a lot of those spots. And he asks he asks linebackers to do a lot. Do you do you yeah. find that like you it, your role almost is, as expands as being a linebacker? Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, I like like this goes back to my previous statement of like he really reminds me of like my old coaches like they had us playing multiple positions like it wasn't you just play middle linebacker like every team we pro team that I've been on I've always been a a, a Mike and a Will linebacker like mm-hmm. doing different things and so I think his like you know up here like the progression is more of a coverage aspect and so like you know like playing like safety positions and things like that that's like fun to me it's my first time doing it i'm like this is amazing i'm about to go out here and do something crazy like <laughs> honestly like i like i love it too like truly though because it really does help you to understand the game from different perspectives and like really appreciate different parts that you necessarily didn't play before it's like it's like as if it'll be it'll be as if coach asked me to go play running back i'm like sure <laughs> why not <laughs> See that. I know what I want to see now. I want to see Niles Morgan as a safety and then light somebody up after they catch a ball. That would be great. I know. know. I've been talking to the uh, receivers. I'm like, listen, like, you would have caught that? I would have knocked you like so. I'm like, listen, I remember I was talking to Manny. And Manny caught the ball and, like, uh, uh, I rushed in as the quarterback threw it, as, as, uh, yeah, as 15 threw it. And his like his left foot hit, hit the ground, but not his right foot. I, I swung by him. I was like, "Man, he listened. You'd have been done for, man, my man." 
Like I would have divorced you from that ball. Divorce. Like, trust me. You're like what? You know what? Young, like, alright, man. I'm trying to tell you. It was fun. Though. It was definitely fun. You know, competing, things like that. I compete with all the receivers, all the all the, uh, the running backs, as everybody. That's uh, that's a pretty good Manny impression, actually. You should tell him about that. Um, the uh, no, no, the, no, the the run no. the run defense since you have got back has gotten better, um, or at least I I find that. Um, do you think that there's just there's a little more chemistry with the D, uh, the linebackers being you guys have either played together or now you're kind of a little more solidified and and hopefully the same spots? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily that we. Well, play together because I mean, to, to me, uh, everybody's you know pretty much new besides like Nafis, Jace Resna, Costigan, and so I think that uh, it's more the chemistry between the whole defense. Like, I think I do bring an element of like stability there as far as in the middle, mm-hmm. and uh, I do know how to like to correlate and I foster the building like relationships with my teammates. You know, this whole time, you know, so I understand, you know, like how to, I guess, you know, to delegate my position and help other people as well. You know, like I'll watch film till I'm blue in the face and I try to figure out how to put D-line in the best position. I put myself in the best position for, for safeties and things like that. And I'll talk to them like, okay, I'm like, you going to be here? Okay, I'll be here. So you have a little help here. And, you know, coaches, like, they see that stuff and they like, you know, guys who are, who can you know, figure it out for themselves in a way, you know, how to how to help the team win and also do what they say. <laughs> <laughs> They're picky that way. No one's get that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yep. uh, you were the club nominee for Rookie of the Year last year uh, in your first year here. Uh, now that you're in your second year, how do you sort of help these new people that are coming to the defense, especially the linebacker position. The thing is that, like, so here we have a lot of veterans too, right? A lot of guys that have a little more experience than I do myself as far as, like, CFL and playing here. And I completely respect it. Like, you have to give that, of course. And so it's not more – it's more of us kind of combining, you know, like I'm taking what he know. Like, for instance, like me and Conar, like, he'll come over – we turn the film on, we just and we'll politic about how we're going to play this. I, I, I see it this way, this way is okay, cool. I see it the same way. You like this, put me in this. Let's do this, and then you know we bring this information to the field. And this is already you know once we get uh, our game plan from our coaches, like we'll like we'll plot on the game plan together. You know, which is different than last year. Like last year, I felt like me being a rookie, and I was still kind of more or less getting used to certain rules that like, I was more. And it's the culture is kind of different, I feel like, you know, in, in certain aspects. But I do feel like um, like the bondage, you know, between the linebacking core on both teams was, was always pretty solid. Like, it was, started, it, was, it was very solid last year with me, Keyshawn, Malik, a few of the other guys. And, it, and it's solid again this year, you know, for sure. <clears throat> Not sure if I answered your question. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. No, you got it. Absolutely. Fan questions there, super fan. Do we have any fan questions to go to before uh, we do so some we got here. Yeah, uh, well, Derek Mapstone's asking uh, specifically about the uh, the uh, weather delay. Does that longer <laughs> halftime affect your game at all? Uh, is it harder to come back after a longer break when you're used to that sort of 15-minute break? Um, I would say not. It's kind of like just taking a break. You know, you just it's like 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 still in the mode. You're not. You know, people walking around, you know, everybody's kind of in the in that same energy pot, you know. So I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that guys are, you know, we're losing it because, you know, we still warmed up, stretched. And me personally, I felt fine out there. Like, I felt maybe a little bit faster, got, got my wind back a little bit, you know. <laughs> For sure. All right. What else we got here? <laughs> people are asking about the rouge when you first came up here. Is that another weird concept? Again, you're talking about kicking the ball out and cooking it back in is because right. of that extra point. So is that yeah. one of those weird things, especially when you're talking to family back and friends back home? I can sort of explain <laughs> yeah. the rules. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, – I forgot what game it was last year. And, like, they had, like – it was, like uh, – it was, like, seven to eight. I'm like, how the hell did they get eight? <laughs> <And I was> like, <laughs> I'm like – 
What you mean they got eight points? I'm like, how? They're like, when you give it up here, and then this, and then when he takes a knee, and end zone is one point. I'm like, what? This whole time? <laughs> and I saw I said like two, three knees. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? I'm like, oh my god. But then I understood the concept of like what was going on. You know, you want to give up the points, get better field position, to get a better chance to win. Back in, I was like, okay, now it makes sense. But yeah, that 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 one too, that one too is tricky. I was just like, how do you how do you get these points? Like, yeah, so I'm locked in on the sideline, and I hear defense, and yeah, I'm like, well, that's an extra point on the board. I'm like, they gotta fix this. <laughs> Looking at the score, Crazy. it's three to one. You're like, wait a minute. That's <laughs> um, so. Uh, Drea Vandette saying, who is the scariest defensive tackle, and why is it Mac Henry? <laughs> I'm glad he answered his own question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mac's actually a great guy, like, honestly. Like, I'm a, like, uh, like getting to know him and stuff, he's really cool, complex guy. Wait, I, he puts on the helmet, he just turns into who he is, like... And we love it. I'm like, I love it. I'm like, keep doing your thing. I'm right behind you. You go whoop his ass. I'm gonna whoop his ass over here. You go have a, have a good old party time, man. In the backfield. I love it, though. Yeah, love Mac, man. It's my guy. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And uh, one more from Derek here as well. Question for Niles: uh, Who has been your favorite player to play alongside? That's Tough one, I'm sure. Jalen Smith for the uh, I think he's playing for the uh, Giants now. Okay, came out, nice. of, came out with him with and during uh, with Notre Dame, he was there two seasons with me, and he was uh, he's probably the most phenomenal player I've ever seen. I got a lot of my game from him. Like I learned a lot from him. Honestly, like how I play, like I got a lot of that from you know being next to him, getting his coaching. Like, I was like his little brother, a lot of ways, and. Uh, yeah, man. If he didn't get if he didn't uh, get his injury, like he would have been like a top five pick at linebacker, which is I think I don't think Norm has done that. Well, a few have I think, but not many, of course. No. Yeah. Linebacker's not the top position you want to pick on the team, but like, he was different for sure, right? for sure. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. All right, well, let's get to some rapid fire here so that you can uh, – I'm sure you got to go to bed, so I don't, don't want to hold you up for too long. But uh, Eat, sleep. That's right, yeah, all, all the important Eat, sleep, things. football. Exactly. All right, so rapid fire. We'll start with an easy one. Uh, what's your favorite meal? Uh, double bacon cheeseburger. Oh. Wow. Fries, salt, pepper, more ketchup. No, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> okay, so when you're not playing football, what are you most likely doing? Um, not playing football. That is a hard question. <laughs> I'm, trying to see. Um, I'm doing something in the house. I like to chill out, relax. I'm usually tired, you know. But uh, I say probably uh, either weightlifting or. Uh, yeah, man, I'm pretty boring, honestly. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Uh, do you have any pregame rituals? Um, I do. Uh, I'll call my mom for every game, talk to her in some capacity. Uh, I pray on the field. And I think, yep, that's it. That's it. Those are nice. good. Those are good. Awesome. So on your, if you're listening to Spotify or any sort of music, what do you listen to for music or artists? Music artists, um, I'm trying to think. It's not really. I don't really necessarily listen to artists. I listen to like beats. Cool. I, I just had a beat playing. I just have to just keep going over and over. I just kind of let my mind just kind of flow, kind of go. Usually like uh, like hip hop beats. My favorite artists like. Juice World, uh, G Herbo, I'm trying to think of Snipsy Hustle. I'll just kind of just let like the beat kind of flow, kind of hit, and just do the thing, you know. I nod like I know who those are, but I'll have to look them up. Oh, Nipsy Hustle, what, yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Uh, okay, easy one for you: cookies or chips? Chips. Oh boy. Nice. All Wait. of the salty. Yeah. Uh, so, your uh, what's your favorite stadium outside of Commonwealth? Um, 
Notre Dame Stadium. Nice. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, are you a trash talker on the field? Oh, uh, not necessarily. But I don't like it when you like try to bully my teammates. I'm not telling you about that one. You're gonna hear about it from me at that point. I'm gonna watch out with all okay. that other stuff. I don't like that. But no, nah, I'm not necessarily, I'm not, not necessarily a trash talker now. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, if what player would you look forward to going up to most, going up against? Um, I want to see 25 again for Sass. Okay. And I want to see Carrie uh, as well. Okay. And you can pretty much name them all. Like they all is on my list. You know, I study these guys. You know, I, I accept the challenge every time. And I remember I was, I was talking. Uh, I saw. Uh, well, we, we were. I, I just tackled. I did, I'm pretty sure I just tackled uh, 25. He was just like, yeah, I heard you talking shit on the, radio, on the radio about this and that. And I'm like, yeah, I said it. It's fine. What's up? Do it. <laughs> Give me a fist bump. I'm just going at it all game, you know? Uh, they all got to go down. They all got to go down. Uh, it's such an interesting brotherhood. <laughs> I heard you tell him, that you better bring it, and then you hit them, and then you fist bump after the game. Neat. Uh, no yeah, I love it. Um, all right, now you've you, again second season, but um, there's always been a, a thing with the team that's kind of the EE way, like what wh- how you conduct yourself, all those types of things, how, what the team is about, what the community is about. What does the EE way mean to you? It means you know just carrying yourself with honor, you know, like really doing a service for this community, and you see how much it means to, to, to everyone around you, and like need to be that upstanding role model for people like I look I see kids looking after you know looking at me starred eyed like you need to be a good person you need to be somebody who people need to look up to and you don't have to necessarily lead you know but just be the example like you know just do what you're supposed to do like clean up I remember Coach Jones got on us because and I and I saw him too like I mean I was one of the few like last year to leave and like he was cleaning up tape and I was throwing it with him like and he's like you know he mentioned that to us like you know it wasn't much tape at all. Like it was like you know a few like pieces of hand tape on the floor, these little things. But he, like he, he mean it when he say he wanted to be clean. Like you can't, you need to have yourself at a certain level, no matter what the score is, no matter what's going on. You know, you need to bring, you know, like character to the party. I think that's what the weight means, for sure. That's that's fantastic, and I know, I know my my son had first end experience of you coming over and signing his yeah. hat, and he appreciated it in a lot of ways, and it was a it's it's a great example, and uh, that's cool. Love that. you're uh, you're fun to watch on the field, and you're uh, and and you're a great guy to talk to off the field. So uh, we're we're very glad you're here, and uh, and and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to come and and chat with us. Um, Tell everybody where can they find you, like on yeah. socials. Uh, I, maybe not Twitter, but, but the uh, <laughs> yeah, Twitter. not Twitter, but, but uh, where do they where do they find you on uh, on social media so they can kind of connect with you and and kind of see what's going on? Yeah, um, so my Instagram handle is it's just my name. It's just Niles Morgan underscore five, and um, yeah, guys, give me a follow, and then I follow I follow you guys back for sure. You know, if you want to get tap into the fan base. I see it's all around. Like I can hear some, I can hear you guys sometimes in the stands and, and things like that. So I definitely love to connect and make this thing happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we loved having you here, and uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to take a really short break. We will be right back with more of the show. Hold on. And we are back. And thank you to Niles Morgan once again. That was an amazing yeah. conversation. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, funny guy. He's good. He's a good dude. Yeah. And uh, so I'm excited to uh, chat with him more, and I'm excited for him to sign your jersey that you can show when the time comes. You know. Yes. Yes. We'll do hard until shortly. Um, we do have a bit of Elks news. Not not as much as usual, but uh, we did uh, we signed defensive lineman. I think it's Jakai Polite. Is that what you're going to say? Or Polite, yeah. Polite, yeah. Jakai Polite, yeah. Or like Polite, I don't know. Probably, yeah. I didn't see a little accent, so I'm going to go with 
Yeah. Anyway. Uh, linebacker Nate Evans. Thank you for having that name after that other one. That's, That's great. That's a, yeah. uh, both <laughs> nice. Probably. Uh, both to the PR, and we released running back Devin Wynn. Um, we hardly knew you. Exactly. Yeah. Now, and that's weird. That never happens on our team. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, and before we talk about the game, though, um, did you see Brian Kelly's Facebook yes. slash Instagram post? All you know, of the socials. It was amazing. Just, and just a tear. Oh, man. And if you if you haven't, please go to our uh, we'll Facebook retweet group. It, yeah. um, and and read his entire post because speaking from the heart um, and and how when he was part of the team they were suffering for a long time and then of course they had the long run and he had fans saying you know we we went through the dark times and now it's great to have the good times again and and that will happen again and and the end of it was amazing where he said that you know yes we used to be known as Eskimos and but it wasn't Eskimos that threw the ball and scored the TDs. It was the hearts inside the jerseys and the hearts inside of the jerseys of the elk still beat strong. And it was, it was unreal. And uh, yeah, yeah, if you just need to read it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're doubting your fandom, read that and you will not be doubting anymore (laughs) because this is what happens. It's cyclical. It's frustrating. The reason why he's one of the greatest. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating when it's happening, but it will get better. So, talking about frustrating while it's happening, uh, Elks lose yet another home game. <laughs> How's that for a segue? Do you like that? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a segue? Yeah. Uh, this time to the Riders, thirty-four to twenty-three. Uh, of course, it is silly Riders. Uh, now they did lead in this game a few times. They did, and it was Which a close even in the, the start of the third at three-quarter time. It was about a two-point game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I, uh, although the stumbles came in that second half, that was where the issues came. Now, I, I'm going to read a line to you, Mike, a, a stat line. Mm-hmm. 11 for 20 for 130 yards with one TD and one interception. That's literally what I have written in my notes. That's yeah. the winning quarterback. <laughs> well, it was much like with Colorado's, right? He had seven completions I, and he won the game. I, I like I, well, I I do get it, but I don't get it. Like, when we we talk about the bad and the ugly, I think we'll have a general idea of how that happened. Yeah, uh, there's there is a good, uh, yeah, exactly. Let's get into the good though first. Let let's go into the because there there is some there was a fair amount of good in this, and uh, or I found a lot of good. Let me put it that way. I don't know if you found as much good as I did. Uh, I but... found some good. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'll let you, I'll let you start then. Oh, excellent. Uh, I thought that the defense <laughs> outside of one thing, which we'll get to in the bad or the ugly <clears throat> yeah. uh, played well. Uh, like you said, Fajardo, 11 or 20, 130 yards. Uh, Jamal Morrow rushed 13 times for 46 yards. Yeah, that three and a half yards of carry. And we had what was the what was the line on on sacks against Sask? It was, yeah, two and a half. And And we were over. We got three. Yeah. So that was a great line. I was actually pretty impressed with that. So that was good. And and I thought we had some balance. Yeah. Uh, Like we had balance on offense. We had uh, more running attempts than we had passing attempts. Right. Like that was amazing. Um, I have it written down here. How many did we have? We had 26 rushing and 23 passing. Now, some of those were supposed to be passing and turned into rushing, but still, it was balanced. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, we had 17 or 19 from running backs and then we had two for uh, two short yardage. Those are mostly rushes. Yeah. And so only half of of uh, corn dogs runs were supposed to be. We're not designed run plays. Right. That's still balance. Still half and half. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and corn dog running boy, he had a great, man. he should have ran more. I was going to say the guy's as tall as a gazelle and has legs like them run like one. Like, my goodness, this is the time. Um, 209 yards passing 86 yards rushing. Not a bad night for him. Deserved the win. Did not get it. Um, well, We'll explain why in the bad and the ugly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all going to be the same. Uh, Litre started out the game on fire 
he was and great. should have had the ball more, in my opinion. But yep, that's crazy. Lawler, a hundred yard game, and with a couple of absolutely spectacular catches. Uh, yep. The one where he jumped up and two handed that one at the high point was ridiculous. That like hundred percent. So, you know, Sergio three for three. Like that's good. Yep. So. Lots of good. Niles Morgan, seven tackles on the night. Lots yeah, of good. He's been our, our tackle leader uh, the last couple of games as well. Yeah, not surprising. Guess why I had him on the show. Neat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but so. Konar as well. Konar has been great. And again, yeah. one of those guys that's really underreported. Like you don't hear yeah. his name come up as much, but he is quietly having a solid, solid season. Yeah. No, I, w- I would agree. I would agree. Um and, and then uh, and we go on uh, the rest of the defense. The, you know, Lion had interceptions, but only yep. one counted. But did did have some? Had to bring that up, didn't you? Sure yeah. did. Okay. So that's the, that's the great segue into the bad part. Uh, do you want to go first this time or do you want uh, me to go first? I'll leave you for the obvious one. Okay. Um, some of them I, I felt that really just sort of took the wind out of the sails that – uh, kick return touchdown at the end of the half. Ugh, that was brutal. Teams. That fumble inside the five. Uh, Cornelius fumbled the ball. Like, we were inside the five, sure to get points. Yeah. Uh, just absolutely brutal. And uh, Darrell Walker, another tough, tough game. One for six. Mm-hmm. Six targets, one catch. Uh, I'm not saying they're all his fault, but it's just one of those things that you really almost need them to to go that extra mile and come up with some of those catches. Even half of them changes the complexity of this complexity of this game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well then I'm taking the, I'm taking the low hanging fruit. Please do. Yeah. Penalties, 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 12 penalties for 140 yards. It's no wonder you don't win the game. I, and the worst part was eight of them were on defense for 103 yards. Well, and two or three of them were after the whistle. 100%. Which is why we lost one of our starting offensive linemen. Was and because that made a difference too. It really did. It slowed down the run game and it brought more um, It brought more pressure on Corndog. I... Well, there were no sacks on Cornelius when Corty was in the game mm-hmm. and four sacks when he was out. Yeah. Now, riders made adjustments at halftime. Hundred percent, right? Which uh, I'm not going to take away that from them because they they definitely did adjust to the running and Larry Dean and and Darnell Sankey stood up in the second half and 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 slowed yep. that down. But how many times, like the like you just we just can't afford those penalties. You know what I mean? We can't afford the ones after the whistle for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, it's discipline, right? I mean, there's yeah. like you go offside because you're anticipating the snap. That's you know what? I'm OK with that because you're riding sure. that line. And the one time you're not going to you know go offside is because you're going to just make a monster play on defense. Yes. But it's when the play is dead and you're at least they had one where they were when we hit Fajardo out of bounds that they yeah. they took the penalty away. They changed the penalty, mm-hmm. which was good because I thought, you know, there was a, there were some penalties on both sides. That were very questionable. Yeah. Um, Offside. But there was, I mean, let's face it. Most of those are, are they're earned. So. Well, okay. So the one, there, there are two that I would dispute. Yeah? Yeah. One would be, now I know, one would be the pass interference on Deron Carter. Who, <laughs> Which they called a coup. Yep. It, they, yeah, exactly. They called the coup, but he wasn't even on that side of the field. No. And... Carter's arm, it didn't turn the player at all. Like, I don't. And again, like Niles Morgan said, I have no idea what pass interference is anymore. But I don't know if anyone does. We've seen so many times this year where the command center has gotten involved in those. And I I, I just don't get how they also went. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pass interference. Like, what? Yeah. Speaking of hands being on someone and not actually changing anything. That's the next one. Yeah. Yeah. The pyramiding. Now I've 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 read the rule. I've had the rule sent to me on Twitter. <laughs> I've Yeah, me too. I've I've looked over it. They don't say anything about a guy jumping between two players and putting his hand on the back 
after he's jumped over them to right. to use them to jump higher sure but he jumped over put his hands on on the back to move himself forward he shot the gap and then he jumped up after like i don't i don't get how that is a penalty like it's especially not when I mean, I've been a fan for 40 years. I think I've heard more pyramiding penalties in the last two weeks than I have in my entirety of being a fan. I'm Guaranteed. quite sure. That's, again, that's three pyramid, like two this weekend, three yeah. pyramiding calls in the last three weeks yeah. when we haven't heard that penalty that three times in 40 years. Yeah. Well, and, like and, that's... and that took the game from, okay, there's a shot to out of reach. Well, 100%, because at that point, they were going to uh, have to kick a field goal. Yeah. And because of the penalty, they ended up getting a touchdown. So it made it a two-score game at that point. Yeah. So that changed the entire plan at that point. It wasn't just you could play it safe a little bit and everything else. Of course, there was an interception thrown after that. But Mm -hmm. that's because we had the time crunch to get two scores, and he had to throw that ball. Right. Um, Necessarily have to throw it there. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. But... Uh, it was just, you know, bo- both that one, actually the one in the Hamilton game wasn't really that much better as far as a, a pyramiding call. No, as far as I concerned. totally agree. I, I think that one was a crap one as well. Yeah. So they can't penalize me. So yeah. Yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah. But that was it. it I, I mean, those were, those were questionable at best. <laughs> and even then, if it's questionable, then why, why are you throwing the flag? And uh, anyway. I, I don't know. Also, do you know, is pyramiding a pyra- I can't even say it anymore because I'm so mad about it. Is, is pyramiding a, I still can't say it. Is it a challengeable call? I don't know. I, I mean, because it's never been really called before. I have no idea if it's challengeable or not, because again, how many times have you heard, you know, a penalty for pyramiding? Right. Like it's not one that's done. I, I, yeah, it, it made, no sense. And yeah, see, Rick has got a great point in here. Pyramiding has always been defined as climbing onto, well, it says your own players, but either players to get a height advantage. Mm-hmm. That did not happen. No, he actually leapt over them. Right. <laughs> he didn't land on. Now, if he'd have landed on their backs and then jumped up off of that. Yeah, or if he'd have grabbed their shoulders and sure. launched himself. Right. That would but have he been. did not. No, he just shot the gap and jumped over like that's that's unreal let me Pushy guess D Cliffy D. there we fire. go okay yeah so <laughs> what was it now i knew it would as soon as you oh. laugh like that i'm like oh it's cliffy d yeah i'm special pleasant. teams coaches need to come up with a strategy to counter this penalty a pyramid scheme if you will <laughs> points uh points for cliffy well done cliffy that was that was pretty good uh, Coach Vick's asking, why didn't Jones not challenge the Carter P.I.? That's a great question. Because do you think he's going to win? I I know, but at that point, it was close enough. Wasn't it like four minutes left? It, you were going yeah. to lose that challenge anyway, because at the three minute, you lose that one challenge. You only have one left. That's true. So why not? Yeah, I, I guess. At yeah, least at sort of calm everyone down by taking that 30 seconds out, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, that that's fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah, it was. Uh, although you know, Jones has not had the greatest of luck with challenges, so maybe he's a little well, hesitant to. He did okay in the Grey Cup in twenty fifteen. That's not, Yeah, I meant recently, but yes. Ah, oh, well, yes. Yeah, you're you're right. Oh, twenty fifteen. Oh, remember that we had return touchdown. Anyway, yeah, we had. Wow, we had special teams. Ah, one day, one day, it's cyclical. Brian, maybe let us all remember what Brian Kelly said: the gospel of Brian Kelly. Oh, such a, yes. oh, this, a again just an amazing post and the greatest way to shut down the conversation on this game <laughs> is to talk about the brian kelly post in my personal opinion um are you ready for some horde and tell there super fan yeah sure i've got a couple of items here well let's get right um, to it here we i are. think they're rather timely shall we say oh. so the first one i think i have shown before are they pyramids uh, it's an absolutely <laughs> it's are they pyramidal um sure let's go All with right. that um, obviously behind me, behind you, we have a whole lot of green and gold, but occasionally we get a few other colors in here. And one of them is this little beauty I got, uh, last year, uh, we wore orange, uh, in support, uh, of indigenous, uh, groups. Um, this one, of course, does seem rather appropriate. 
since it does have that yeah. name and number on it. It's and got an NFI, right? Oh, it is absolutely signed. Awesome. These were auctioned off. They were worn in the warm-up only in the game in Winnipeg, uh, and they were auctioned off. A few of them actually did not sell. Um, I had bid on about five of them, and I kept getting outbid, and finally I bid on this one, and no one bid against me. So that was pretty nice to have. Nice. So I did show uh, Niles, and he, of course, wants it, and, you know, it's going to take a little something to get that out of my to pry it from my cold, dead hands. Um, I called you know. dibs first. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, he's bigger than you. It's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of, it is odd having the uh, the locker behind me with the game-worn jerseys and seeing this orange peeking out, but, uh, you know, has a little color to it, right? It does, yeah. Uh, I'm hopefully getting a uh, game-worn gold jersey as well soon, so that'll be kind of nice, nice. To, to that. The third nice. jersey, yeah. Love it. Um <laughs> Oh, there's some great questions coming up here. And the second thing is, uh, I'm sure a lot of people did watch the uh, see some of this up in the uh, the Montreal game, mm-hmm. the home game that we were we didn't talk about last week, yes. um, and some of the really neat things. And those that saw the poutine in the helmet oh, award, God love uh, it. Yeah. Right. So there are other ones out there. And hopefully that is showing up Ooh, on yeah, screen yeah. there. Totally can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go. So these do exist. For all the teams as well, you can buy these uh, online, uh, used, of course. I mean, it's still got the old CFL logo on there. Yeah. Uh, so it's got little spots for dip in the front. Nice. And then it's got a removable top, and you can put your you know, your poutine in there as well. So. <laughs> Fancy. Great little items. I've seen a few of these still online going for about 35 to 40 bucks. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Still in the original boxes, so kind of cool. But uh, these don't have poutine in it, but... Coincidentally, when we are doing our next tailgate, we're having Heavy. tailgate poutine. Yay. So we'll be won't be serving it in this. No, but um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll also won't be charging ninety dollars for it. <laughs> we certainly won't. But they don't get to take it home either. So that's, that's, that's the yeah. Just saying. that's that's the important part. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, if they did, I'd buy one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe if yeah. the Elks will do one and they can have some pierogies in it or something, that'd be great. That would, oh, wouldn't that be great? Sour cream and, and bacon in the two. That'd be great. And the dips. Yeah. Mmm. I like that. Well, Come I don't on, know if Victor, I like make that it happen. much. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I still think it should be mini donuts. That's just me. But I, you know. Mini donuts works fine too. Dips in the front. Like like a, uh, a cream cheese dip in the front for mini donuts? Come <laughs> on. Build a sucker? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. That Oh, that, happy yeah. family. Yeah. Dead at the end of the game, but still amazing. Yeah, well, I would do. I got a 10 year old. Plus me. He, he finished the whole thing off. <laughs> you got a 15 year old. Believe yeah, me. He exactly. Off, I would no get problem. two. So I'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, let's get to week 11. Super fan. We're week let's. 11 is upon us. Can you uh, believe it? Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Elks are on the road to the nation's capital to take on the Red Blacks. Um, both teams struggling with execution, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Ottawa, though, is coming off a bye week. Um, I was a little again su- another team with coming I off know, a bye week. We're so us. lucky that way. I, I didn't see as like as much as far as changes with Ottawa during the bye week. I think they actually no. just took the bye week off. Uh, although some of the early indications showing, showing that possibly William Powell out this week, I know he was taking a day oh. um, off or was on the injury report as limited today. So not sure if that was a vet day or if that was uh, something else going yeah, on. Yeah, it could but, be. But Caleb Evans is uh, been taking reps of the ones. Yep, exactly. So all interesting. Right. Yeah, well, that's great for Niles because he's like, there's another guy that runs. <laughs> as, long, as long as I have that number. Um, let's talk about the keys to the game. Uh, the obvious one is stop taking penalties. That's the easy one. Uh, what other keys to the game do you have, super fan, Mike? I mean, that's the number one thing for me. If you can have some sort of um, just allow the team to make the plays without taking stupid penalties. Right. Because we had so many plays that were good, positive plays for us wiped out due to penalty. It's not just that, you know, we stopped them on first down and then they got a five yard penalty or something. This is like, we had an interception that was taken away because of a penalty. And it's just one of those things that we have. I mean, that cost us the pyramiding penalty, regardless of how those two penalties may have been bad penalties. Mm -hmm. They were still there to the point where it could have been. Well, and the penalties um, after the whistle affected our run game. 
Yeah, 100%. Right. So that's really unfortunate. So I'd say that's got to be up there. Uh, obviously, you got to win the trenches. You have to be able to, but you still have to contain the quarterback. You have a running quarterback, so you've just got to make sure you keep him in that pocket and make him throw. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully our defensive backs and linebackers can take that away from him. Yeah, absolutely. And and they were doing really well against one, a very good rushing right. team. So I'm hoping that, that that's a good sign for things to come. Yep. Uh, Ottawa's defense is good. Their defense is really good. It is. Um, if the balance attack was <laughs> was important last week, it's even more important this week. You've got to keep them off balance because um, th- that's the only way we're going to get anywhere. Uh, I think yep. we need to have that same type of thing, balance, rushing, and passing. Now, it doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to rush on every first down and, <laughs> you know, like that, but it... You know, the the rushing is the body blows. Let's get after it and let's see more Litre. Yes, please. Yay, Litre. Yay. Okay. Uh, and and hey, Irons, I'll take what whichever. Yeah. Just keep that ball running. Corn dog. <laughs> Just run. Run run. I wanna see Or who knows, maybe we'll see a Ford is playing, you know, at this point. He was there, yeah. he was pacing around on the sidelines a lot. Yes. Uh of course my ten year old is absolutely adores Trey Ford. Mm-hmm. And so he kept, you know, is Trey Ford there? Where's Trey Ford? And so we had that Trey Ford watch and you could see him sitting on the, on the bench with the quarterbacks when they were, you know, sort of getting their, their keys from the coaching. And then he was up and he was walking, he was pacing back and forth like a, like a cage lion. So yeah, uh, I'll feel better he, he about that be when back. he can, when he can be chucking, like walking is one thing, but we got to be doing yeah. the chucking part. That's... But he wants to be back there for sure. Excellent. Well, that'll, that would be good. That's uh, I'd, I'd be okay with that too, because he brings a different dynamic in, in the speed that he can do and how he can take the corner. Right. So yep. yeah, I, I'm fine. E- either way, balanced, get some running, throw something in there. We haven't seen get, get, yeah. how about this? How about hit a receiver while he's running? instead of him having to stop and get past you and then have to start trying to run again. I've heard this before. So I know, you know, there's these amazing examples. They're called BC lions games. <laughs> They're called other teams. Yeah. Well, not all, yeah. lots of other teams yeah. do the same thing, but man, yeah. Oh, that, if that Calgary BC game, that was what a game. I, that's what I hear. And the right team won too, but it was such a good game. I, as much as I was sad that I missed our game because I wasn't feeling well, I'm really happy I got to watch that one live because boy, what a game that was! That was amazing. I, it featured one of my favorite teams now, which is great. Which is whoever's playing Thank Calgary. It's so, it's perfect. <laughs> well done. Nice. I mean, come on. Yeah, as it should be. Let's get to our pickums for this week. This is a fun oh, week. Let's. I, that was a tough week for me. I mean, those oh. first two games, I went 0 for 2. And yeah. then, you know, then at least I, I got one right with the uh, the Calgary game. So. I wasn't, I, I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't upset about losing the first one. No, I wasn't at all. I just thought for sure, okay, well, yeah. Winnipeg will be closer, but Winnipeg will take this. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. That was, that was I nice. was, I, there was a whole bunch of Montreal fans across the country. Yes, and uh, and thank you to Coach Vic for spending the evening with me watching that football yeah. game. That was lots of fun. That was a ton ton of fun. Great chat and uh, nice. great game to watch. So this week we've got BC versus Saskatchewan in the rectangle. We've got Hamilton versus Montreal back in Montreal's home, and Calgary versus Toronto. Uh, while we go through that, uh, those three, if you have a prop bet that you would like us to place for the Elks game this week, throw that in the chat and we will catch up on those shortly yes super fan bc versus saskatchewan hamilton montreal calgary toronto who you got all right well the first one bc and saskatchewan bc is just riding a high and every game work just seems to get better especially in that last game where he faced some adversity i mean yeah. he had that uh, that interception that followed up by a pick six later on in mm-hmm. that half and still managed to come back and take that win and I think he is just getting stronger and stronger as he goes along. Uh, Saskatchewan is got many issues, as uh, many people have pointed out, and we pointed out in this game. Uh, um, and I, I think there's just no way Saskatchewan is coming out without uh, coming out with a win. 
yeah. uh, even in front of the home fans. That's fair. Montreal and Hamilton, I think, are two very well-matched teams. Um, but it's in Montreal, I think, so I'm going to take the Owls in this one. Okay. And Calgary versus Toronto, I think this is going to be the surprise upset, and Toronto's going to take it. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, that's uh, that, that is here. Here, I think we're starting to see a stronger East. It started off very bad for the East, especially versus the West. Yeah, and I fair. think it's going to see, see that turn around again with again Montreal beating Winnipeg, Ottawa's beating Saskatchewan. Yeah, I think we're going to start seeing it now. Yeah, um, yeah. Just so you know, while you were chatting there, the Wilson cam did come on for a brief moment. Outstanding. He's, he's still there. He's still hanging out there. He's just saying hello, nice. wanting to make sure that I knew that he was around. So he's, you know, very, very important to make sure that I know that he's there. And now we've got the Wilson all cam all hooked back up so that everyone can see him. You know, try and paw at yes. my arm. And we've got a lot of Tom Hanks impressions going on in there. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Uh, well, all right. So yeah. this week I have got, I agree with you. BC is uh, on fire right now. And I know they're yeah. going into Saskatchewan. It's into hostile territory. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Rourke just keeps pulling it out. It's, it, and it, and it's fun. <laughs> get arrested watch. for that. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrea just got very excited. Uh, he's, he's, I think, yeah, he's, he's just, Playing on another level. I'm I'm excited to watch it. So um, I'm going to go with BC in that one. Uh, Hamilton versus Montreal. I am going with the home team on that one. Uh, I just think, you know, playing at home, they're coming off the big high and of, of beating Winnipeg. And that defensive line is starting to really come together. And Hamilton's offensive line has been hit and miss at times. So we do like their defensive line in Montreal. You don't say. Yeah, they're all <laughs> from our team. Yeah. Yeah, they're very familiar. Amazing. Calgary versus Toronto. Uh, I am going to go the opposite way on this one and say that Calgary bounces back after their game last week. I, I thought they they and they they did play well enough to win that game and and uh, just BC played that bit better. So uh, yeah, it's the traveling the time zones I always find. Yeah, that's Even true. Even if it's only two. That's true. Yeah. If it was... Paris is out, but we'll yeah. see. If it was Montreal, I would say, it, like, if Calgary is going to Montreal, I would pick Montreal <laughs> just because they don't have a lot of luck there. But Calgary knows how to beat all the players that used to be on their team in Toronto. So I'm going to yeah. say that yeah, Calgary we'll wins that. Let's go with uh, any prop bets that you saw in their super fan. Uh, let's see what we got here. Chris Agar says, huh. Penalty yards over under. Oh, um, that's one. I remember um, we got one earlier from uh, Uncle BD, didn't we? Uh, we did, and I have it nearby here. The one that I had from Uncle BD was uh, runs over 10 yards. Or rushes, rushes over 10 yards. Number of rushes over right. 10 yards. That was his because he said that that is a huge predictor in how many times we win. Well, here's an interesting stat he sent me as well. Um, we have had only this year. We have had only two runs over 20 yards. Both of them were Taylor Cornelius. In the last <laughs> game. Of course. Wow. Okay then. So somewhere between 10 and 20. Let's All right. Get, let's get it happen. All right. So is that the one you want? What do you want? Which which prop bet do you want this week? Penalties is too depressing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's let's. Uh, oh, we have another one. A, a late enter is uh, total yards rushing QBs included. Uh, I think we'll go with. Let's go with Uncle BD. Let's have something where we have to watch how many rushes we have over ten. Over ten. We want over ten or ten and over. Okay, well, nine point five. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say just 10 and over. That's fine. Double digits. Yeah. If they have, and how many double digit rushing plays do we have? I'd even settle for triple. Oh yeah. That'd be great. Um, I don't, man, I don't even know how to set the line on this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I hope uncle BD is watching and then he'd be able to give us the stat afterwards. Cause I'm not going to be able to track it during the game. <laughs> there's no, there's no way. Um, okay. Oh, I'm, I can track it. You're going to, you can track it. The CF, yeah. The CFL.ca website Do they? has that. It has the play by play. 
So oh. you can just look for every rush and just, okay, here's the rushes and here's how many yards each one. Great. You can keep me updated. I appreciate that. That'd be great. Okay. So I am going to say, see, because I don't even know how many we've had to this point where they're over 10. Like I know you said we've only had the two that are over 20, but I don't know how many we've had over 10 <laughs> regularly in a game. <laughs> fall reckoner this time <laughs> under no matter the He's, line yeah yeah no matter what you said for like we point five. He's still going under <laughs> okay. okay uh boy oh boy oh boy i am going to say i'm gonna set the line at three and a half oh okay well i think i'm going under then uh i was gonna okay. say I was going to say we'll have maybe two, maybe three. Over 10. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say over. Okay. I'm going to say over. So three and a half. I, I did last week, I finally remembered that to put the prop bet up as a uh, as a poll, I'll try and remember to do that on Thursday so nice. it has a full day to run and then we can kind of see where we, we landed. We did have 67%, I believe, last week say over on the sacks on Sask and it was obviously correct. Uh, yes. So we'll see. So three and a half. We got smart fans, don't we? We're going, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. So this will be an interesting one though. I think a lot of people are going to say under. I'm going to say well, over. So Jerry Cooper says seven elks have rushes for over 10 yards. Don't know how many rushes there were, but seven different elks okay. have had rushes over 10 yards. Okay. Well, then we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? If uh, if Trey Ford's in the game, maybe he just does it on his own. It's true. Four rushes over 10 yards. Perfect. If Cornelius is in the game, he would have had four over 10 last game, wouldn't he not? Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean... Yeah. I'm not saying we're not going to have a great running game. Uh, you can have a whole great running game of, of six to eight yard rushes. So. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, I'll take it. We'll see. We know Paul's under. That's the important part. In fantasy football this week. Oh, do we have to? Uh, do you feel like I did last week? I feel your pain. <laughs> Pretty much. I think yeah. we had the same score, basically, in two weeks in a row. Yeah, uh, I did pick up a win in a bounce back week. and. You had my week from the week before. It happens. What was a bad, bad, bad week? Yeah, they didn't I want to. I can't even remember what I had. I, I, I blanked it out. A lot that's, of therapy. That's fair. Gin. Whatever. <laughs> same thing. Same teeth. All the same. This week, I get Brazilian tie from the Two and Out podcast. You get Mike. Ooh. Or sorry, you get Ryan. I get Ryan. Ryan Coop. From, uh, yeah, from Canadian Football Countdown. He does love to point out that he's never beaten me in uh, all the years, in the couple of years we've done this. And I hope you do that again. I really, that would be, I do that too. Would be awesome. That'd be so cool. Yeah. So take down Ryan once again, because he cheats. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's, got, he's very good at all of these, but. I almost need to post my team. Yeah, I, I had Cameron Phillips. That was not helpful. Yeah, me too. I had Cameron Phillips in my lineup and then realized, wait, what do you mean he's not playing halfway through the first quarter? And Tavian Feaster. Oh. <sighs> Tavian Feaster was, you know what though? He was 2,500 bucks. So for three and a half points, no, not a big deal. I was only down three points. Brady Oliveira made yeah. up for it. It was great. Yeah. I didn't have him. <laughs> yeah. And they still lost. Yes. It's like double gay for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, that makes it fun. Uh, looking to give, <laughs> what are you laughing about now? Jerry Cooper has a new prop bet. How many kick returns over 10 yards? Oh, 0. 0.5. I'll take the under. Yep. <laughs> uh, looking for a way to give back? ATB Cares makes it easy for all Albertans to support the causes they care about. Donate to your favorite charity through ATB Cares, and ATB will match 20% of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities. To learn more and donate, visit atbcares.com. That's atbcares.com. Superfan, this was a fun show once again and of Always. course we've got overtime coming up but where does everybody find you on the socials uh they can find me at 56 parkies and then the history and horde stuff can be found at the edmonton football history twitter account that's at edm h-i-s-t-o-r-double-e lovely and of course follow our good friend duchess lombardi on twitter and you can follow me at freepalicious uh, our apn shout out this week goes to bollywood is for lovers 
Did you expect that is one? Is it? It is. No. Yeah. Uh, Matt Bowes and Aaron Fraser explore the world of Hindi cinema through the lens of two Canadian cinephiles. You can find them and all the other great shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. And uh, <laughs> I, every week I got to try and find something. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's- you just keeping the mystery alive. That's right. Follow our friends at Pay It Forward with football as they are continuing to spread kindness and they are in general wonderful people. So follow them on all of the social media platforms and join us in the huddle at the Turf District. That's on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're on YouTube live, stick around. We've got a lot to chat about that's still in the chat and we will get uh, through all of those fun things. Um, and of course, otherwise, we will be back next week with another show with hopefully another guest and hopefully a returning Duchess Lombardi so that we can talk and about. And a way win. I was yeah, just going to say talk about a game. That's what I was going to go with. It's probably easier. That's better to do that. We'll see. Anyway, we'll, we'll set up the second half of the Ottawa home and home. That's what we'll do and get ready for another amazing tailgate. That's what we'll do. So yes, for Niles Morgan, Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.